Hey guys, welcome back to like every day is Sunday. We are on season two, episode two. And funny enough, two is my lucky number. I had the best weekend of my life thus far. We are going to get into some quick life updates. I want to start doing this before each week's episode um, just to kind of keep in touch with you guys and share what's going on in my life if you happen to care. So we had a great weekend of sun. God blessed us with seeing the sky for the first time in weeks if you're on the East Coast or specifically in the tri-state area. And that certainly was felt in my spirit. I want to start with Sunday morning. So I was not going to go to church on Sunday. The long story short behind it is that I generally work later hours on Sundays because of going to church. And I knew I couldn't work that late on Sunday. So I'm like, okay, I won't go to church. But on Friday, I heard God tell me that I needed to go and to plan to go. So I did honestly plan to go and I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but I was like, all right, God, I hear you. I'm just going to plan to go. Then Saturday night, my good friend who I have been very much so praying for and just really trying to encourage her in her walk with God. And she asked me if I would take her to church. And I've been wanting her to come to church so bad without being that like pushy person. So this was huge for me. And I was like, okay, God, I see you. Thank you. And then before we went to service, I just prayed that the Lord would show up for her specifically and make it so apparent that he saw her. And there would be like no denying at all that he was working in her life and that he heard her prayers And that's really just it. Like, just show her you hear her and that her prayers aren't falling upon deaf ears. And I really believe that the Lord did that. The sermon from our Pastor John at Epic Church, shout out to Pastor John. I love that man. Um, I don't even know if he knows little old me because I'm so new to the church, but he's incredible. And God really speaks through him. And I have to give God the glory because It was literally like the Holy Spirit was smothering us. Like Jesus Christ was in the room himself, like looking at my friend and pointing at her. Like, I see you. That's how good the sermon was. And that's how much God spoke through our pastor to let my friend know that he has been with her through all she is going through. And it really was incredible for me because I have been praying that God uses me in the way he wants to. And that moment was just proof that God heard my prayers and her prayers. And it was just full circle, incredible moment. So I encourage you also to talk about God, to show your friends that it's Sometimes better to lift them up in Christ than leaning on our own advice and, you know, the things that we want to tell them. Like sometimes you need to feel comfortable telling your friends, like, let me lift you up in Christ. Let me pray for you because like I can't help you, but I can show you someone who can help you. And 
that's really what I've been doing in this season of my life is realizing that I can't save the world and I can't help everyone. And, you know, it's the power is not in my hands, but I can do all that all through Christ who strengthens me. And so can you and giving like the burdens of my friends and family to God and showing them his light and his life and what it looks like to walk with him. So that was a lot. I was just really happy in that moment. That was Sunday morning. Now, Sunday night, I got engaged and I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. But what I do want to say is that I was shocked beyond compare. It was the most emotional moment in my life, the happiest moment in my life, and just a truly big answer to prayers that I've had for years. Which actually leads me into episode two's topic, what people don't tell you about answered prayers. Let's just jump right in. All right, guys, episode two, what people don't tell you about answered prayers. I want to start this conversation off with a thought-provoking question of... Have you ever been told as a child by the trusted adult in your life, whether it be your parent, your aunt, your uncle, your older brother, someone just that is a staple of your life. Think about the person you trust the most would never steer you wrong. Um, Think about that person. Did you trust them when they said to you, you know what, sweetie, my little baby, whatever you got called as a little kid, like let's wait to have that dessert. Let's wait until after dinner. Or you know what, honey, I know you want this cookie, but I have a cake in the oven coming out. You should wait for that. Or you want to know what? I know you want to go here, but I have actually better plans for you today. Like, do you trust that adult so much that you are going to listen to them? That adult that's standing right in front of you, that adult that cares for you, that adult that loves you so much, They're telling you something, and even though it's not exactly what you want to hear, you still listen because you believe that what they're saying is true, that they do have something better for you, that you should wait, that this isn't the right thing to do right now. Because if the answer is yes, then why do we have such a hard time trusting God? Like, is it because we don't see him or is it because we don't know him? Or is it because no one ever taught us what having a relationship with the Lord looks like? Or you don't think you're worthy of him to speak to you? Because that's real too. Like I know I face that. Today, I really just want to talk about the fact that an answered prayer doesn't always look like the answer that you expect. And it doesn't always look like the answer you want. And that is literally true. in how I started this conversation. It makes no difference. Like if we come to God with a prayer for something, we need to know God. We need to know how he works. We need to know that we can trust him and that he is the provider for us and that his plan is better for us just like we trusted that adult in our life who had a plan that was better for us. I've been asking myself two questions lately. And the first is like, what does the answered prayer look like to me? Like, what do I want? And the second question is, where is my faith status? Like, 
where's my faith level? I should say, where's my faith level at right now? Am I kind of struggling with God? Am I seeing him right now? Am, am I thinking that he hears me? Like what? It's like a reflection question. I'm asking God this big question, but I also need to address, do I trust him? Because if I don't trust him, I'm not going to see how he answers this prayer because I'm so caught up in how I want him to answer it because I think I know better. I think that God's will has nothing on my will, like nothing on my desires, I should say. Getting through hard times feels impossible if you don't know God. And I'm saying that in the sense of it feels impossible if you don't know how he acts, how he speaks, how he works, what his word says. If you've never felt him pull you out of a hard situation, because when you know God, hard times can get easier. They can, but it doesn't always look perfect. Like it doesn't mean that you won't have hard times. It doesn't mean you won't run into trouble. It doesn't mean you won't run into heartbreak. People have this conception in in their mind that if they pray to God and he does not answer He doesn't exist. They have this thought in their mind that because they face a hardship, God doesn't exist. Like that, like that is not true. I don't know where that perception started, but no one has ever taught what I'm going to say to me. So when I read my Bible study today and um, I was like led to the book of Peter I was like, oh my gosh, like this is monumental for me. And this would have helped me so much when I was in my tough, tough seasons, when I was praying so hard for something like this would have been, this would have made me realize like God is real just because my prayers aren't getting answered right now. doesn't mean that God is not with me. And just because I'm facing a hard time doesn't mean that he doesn't love me or that like I'm not a good enough believer. So uh, 1 Peter 4 verses 12 through 13, I'm going to read you a verse from the English standard version of the Bible. Um, It says, Peter says, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Now, let me tell you something. In studying the Bible, what I have learned is that two sentences can be read for two freaking hours for me to understand what the heck is being said. I sometimes need to pull out three different versions of the Bible. I literally have like four different Bibles. I have the Bible app, all these different tools to understand what is being said. So if you didn't really get what was going on there, don't worry. I didn't really either, but I was led to it. So I just want to break it down. I'm going to read it again. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. So what is that saying? Peter is reminding us that as believers, we still face hardships and fierce trials and we shouldn't be shocked when they come. We shouldn't feel like something so foreign is happening to us because we are godly people, because we make God-pleasing decisions, because we are believers. 
that doesn't mean that we get this free pass. The second piece of this, the second verse of verse 13 says, but rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So this is saying to rejoice because you are sharing the same sufferings as Christ. I'm going to actually read to you the New Living Translation verse of this because it's a little bit easier to comprehend, but it's instead be very glad for these trials make you partners with, partners with Christ and his suffering. So you are one with Christ. He suffered. He gave the ultimate sacrifice for his people. He gave his life for us. You are one in his suffering. So you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it is revealed. So when you come out of the trial, out of the tribulation, when you come out of the troubles, come out of the heartbreak, come out of a disease that's been put over you, come out, uh, have been healed from a disease, I should say, when you have been healed from heartbreak, when you are picking up the emotional pieces that you're in and you're being amended, you can give God the glory. Like, like God doesn't put us in these like holes where we feel buried under the dirt, like 10 feet deep, and we can't stick our heads out for any other reason aside from the fact that seeds are grown in the dark. Like seeds are grown in the dark. And we often refer to this when we read certain stories in the Bible. We often are reminded that seeds are grown in the dark, but it's like when you're in the dark, you don't feel like you're going to sprout. And I think that when we read God's word and we read these stories in the Bible, it is just so reminding of the life that God knew that we would all live and how we can overcome these obstacles that we face in his strength in such a way that it is going to give him the glory. Like my favorite piece of the New Living Translation verse um, in 1 Peter 4, it's verse 14, is when he says the word joy. So you will have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory. That word joy is so important to me because of the fact that when I come out uh, or when I'm in, even when I'm in these terrible heartbreaks, these terrible seasons, these trials and tribulations, sometimes I still have joy. And that's because joy is not an emotion that comes from myself. It is a like God-given grace. And I don't even know the biblical. Let's actually look it up. I'm going to look. All right, here we have it. Chara, joy. Biblical joy is more than a happy feeling. It's a lasting emotion that comes from the choice to trust that God will fulfill his promises. Are you kidding me? Like that word joy is directly correlated with trust. Trusting God that he will fulfill his promises. So this literally takes me back to the second question I asked in the beginning of this episode is, where is my faith right now? Like, do I have the trust in the Lord right now that I need? Is my faith there? Do I trust what he is doing in my life while I'm in the 
obstacle that I am facing, when I'm in the fire, when the water is above my head and I feel like I'm sinking and I'm trying to just swim alongside of God and I'm trying to hear him and trying to block out the noise of what the world is telling me and just trust what he's telling me. Because if not, then it's going to be real difficult to have joy. It's going to be really difficult to understand that what God is doing in my life may be the answer to my prayers. And guys, maybe, just maybe, this probably is the strongest point of the whole episode today, but just maybe what God has for you or the blessing that you are asking to receive is not something you can handle yet. Just maybe you're not ready for it. We grow closer to God in our faith in seasons where he is stretching us. Maybe you don't feel it in the moment, but God will tailor us so that we can handle the blessings he has and his timing is perfect. When we are waiting for God to answer our prayer or we are just sitting in discomfort, we are growing closer to God as long as we are turning him to him. And maybe you aren't turning to him, but he is just working on you. And then you're going to come out on the other side and see how much more faith you have. I'm going to end today on one of my favorite verses. And it's James 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Outside circumstances, guys, outside circumstances will come to test you. God is producing a faith that overcomes all. The crown of life is going to be bestowed upon those who persevere under trials. Glory to God. Amen. 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 I hope that this episode blessed you. I will see you next week on episode three. Until next time. Bye guys.